This episode of Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism is brought to you by Pensador Mezcal, a delicious artisanal mezcal produced in southern Oaxaca and based here in London. Pensador actually recently sent me a bottle and it was delicious. It kind of had very earthy and rich tones, a real smokiness, which I think is pretty kind of classic from a mezcal. There was a hint of chili, which shone through when I made some margaritas to my dad's recipe, kind of gave this lightly spicy hint that you might expect from a a spicy margarita but without kind of having to actually add the chili which was lovely but there was this really nice kind of underpinning of an almost like honeyed finished it wasn't sweet by any means but it felt like it really balanced out the slightly stronger more kind of savory tobacco-esque notes which was lovely Pentstall also donate 10% of proceeds back to community projects in Oaxaca based on this and other ethical commitments they've been certified as the world's first B Corp mezcal Head to pensadormezcal.com and use the code FOODISM for 10% off your order. For ad-free listening and access to exclusive subscriber-only bonus episodes, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts and sign up to the podcast newsletter at tinypodcasts.co.uk. I honestly think I sort of had like an out-of-body experience. I was just like going in on this meat. It was delicious. Hi, I'm Molly, and welcome to Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. I um, had one too many wines last night, which I actually think I'm allowed to have done because I was at a dinner for work for a new wine brand. So it's called Bobo Wines. Actually super interesting. It's this American entrepreneur. He kind of saw a gap in the market for really good quality boxed wines which is actually super interesting because glass at the transportation of glass is one of the biggest contributors to carbon emissions in the wine kind of making process industry so boxed wines are a lot better for the environment and also you can open them and then leave them open for like six weeks so with an average bottle of wine you kind of have to drink it within like three days anyway he's worked with this lovely smelly called amber and they basically went around France finding all of these amazing kind of like biodynamic vineyards, pitched these great wines, and they've launched them in these very pretty boxes. But yes, it was a dinner to celebrate that and to kind of get us trying the wines at Otto's, which is like a very classic restaurant, been around for ages. The food was lovely. We ate scallops and a lobster bisque. And funnily enough, something I've never really had before, which was a lamb wellington. Usually I've had them with like beef or I've had the odd venison, which was lovely. And then... Dessert was like just a piece of bread with gorgonzola. I think it was gorgonzola melted onto it and this really gorgeous glass of sautern, which was not from Olux because I'm not sure you can box up a lovely dessert wine. I told my mum about the dinner this morning. I was talking to her and I was filling her in and she was like, a boxed wine? You wouldn't catch me dead. <laughs> and I was like, it was actually delicious wine. It was a really beautiful Provence rosé, which is my mum's favourite wine. And she was like, oh, I would never. <laughs> what else have I been up to this week? I had a really, really lovely gluttonous meal at Goodman in Mayfair, which is this kind of, I'm going to call it as sort of like, unsung and maybe I was just being quite ignorant like maybe I just didn't know about it and thus because I think I'm the center of the universe I'm gonna call it unsung but this was really great kind of I call it a group because there's three of them one in the city one in Canary Wharf and one in Mayfair so I think that kind of gives you a pretty good idea of who their target clientele is not 
not me, someone with far deeper pockets than I. Honestly, this meal was just, I felt like an animal. Like I've actually just written about this in my column, but I um, have a very kind of complicated relationship with ordering like a steak, like a whopping big bloody steak, because I think it's really tied up in kind of like my very like adolescent perceptions around like what you should and shouldn't order and like you know body image issues and stuff like that and a big piece of meat was always something that like a man would order um not like a dainty little woman (laughs) so I feel like when I do have steak something like really kind of like primal kind of comes out and I just am like I go really hard uh they have this sort of blackboard menu the cut of the day and they usually have a few from the Lake District they work with some really amazing farmers up there who sort of do all the butchery um on site and then they do some cuts of meat from America and I think Australia and they have some wagyu as well so we got like some t-bone steaks a really big kind of sirloin and just oh my god I honestly think I sort of had like an out-of-body experience I was just like going in on this meat. It was delicious. It was just one of those meals that was so just naughty and a bit dumb. Like we started with oysters Rockefeller, which is oysters that are kind of baked with a parsley garlicky crumb, which were delicious. And we did, they have like these tempura prawns with a sort of wasabi mayo. And then, yeah, just meat. They age all of their meat in-house. So we got to go into their aging room which I think is actually really interesting and I personally feel that if you're going to eat a big old steak you should feel comfortable sort of looking that dead animal dead in the eye and kind of being like hello I'm about to consume you washing all that down with a really lovely Napa Valley Merlot it was just I kind of left in a bit of a daze and I also think I might have been a bit iron deficient because I suddenly felt very energetic (laughs) Apologies to vegetarians, that one might not have been too great to listen to, and I'm not sure this week's dilemma is going to be much better. We have something from Tom in Camberwell, who says, I want to go out on a Sunday, but I actually hate roasts. What and where can I eat that has the same vibe as a roast, but isn't a roast? So I actually, this is a dilemma very close to my heart because this is me really showing my foreignness, but I don't love a roast. I think it's completely overrated. I think the gravy is usually too watery. I think a Yorkshire pudding is a waste of carbohydrates. So I'm with you on this one, Tom, and this is actually an area of which I am an expert. I'd like to claim I'm an expert. So because you are in Camberwell, the intuitive first option for me is the Camberwell Arms, which, yes, is a pub and does do a roast, but they do stuff that's sort of not a roast but is a roast. So first of all, you start off with their great selection of starters, very European at the moment on the menu. They've got this really delicious dish, which is um, Romanesco with ajo blanco and sorrel. So Romanesco is, I think, some kind of like genetic engineering feat where they basically put together a cauliflower and a broccoli sort of like a green pointy kind of cauliflower vibe it's literally like if a cauliflower and a broccoli had a baby and then ajo blanco is oh my god so delicious it's bread almonds garlic olive oil vinegar that's all kind of blended together into this like really punchy kind of acidic like very sort of you know when there's so much garlic it's almost spicy 
that kind of flavor. So, you know, something you could kick off with something like that, which I think is about as anti-roast as possible. And then on the main courses, they do this really incredible slow roasted lamb shoulder, which if I'm eating, you know, anything close to a roast, for me, it's got to be slow cooked lamb shoulder. I don't think there's anything better than just like tender, pulled, like unctuous meat that's just like melt in your mouth, delicious. And lamb shoulder always just has kind of like quite a bit of fat on it, which really just like renders slowly through the meat. And oh my God, yum. And that comes with like a creamed Cavolo Nero, potatoes and sort of a mint and pine nut sauce. So I guess while it sort of exists in the same universe as a roast, I feel like it's different. There's more flavor. You're not just kind of having like potatoes that have been, you know, roasted for a minute and vegetables that have been boiling since last Christmas. So I think that would be delicious. And also you order it for three people to share. So take some friends. One thing that I really try not to do is get on the tube on on weekends. But, you know, Tom, you might be an adventurer. Actually, to be honest, you could probably, if you're coming from camp well, get on the overground to the Marksman Public House, which is on Hackney Road. So downstairs is a really classic pub. They do sort of bar snacks. They do a really good Welsh rabbit, which is basically fancy cheese on toast. And then upstairs they have a dining room and a really great um, terrace, which you can't book, but if you go on a sunny day, you can usually choose to sit up there. Um, But they basically do three courses for £40. Again, you kind of start off with stuff that's, you know, lovely and kind of quite sort of European, like goat's curd on toast. And then the main courses, there is obviously roasts because this is a pub and we are in England on a Sunday, but you can get braised cod with cocoa beans and mussels. So if you're kind of feeling like something fishy or I mean I would just tell you to go right ahead and order the pie because it is a phenomenal pie and I think again it's kind of sort of feels like it's a roast vibe but it's not it's so much more interesting I think at the moment the pie they have on is chicken and girolles which is girolles are um, really beautiful fancy kind of um, feathery mushrooms that come around around this time of year you know, the pastry they do there is just impossibly buttery and delicious and kind of soft yet crunchy at the same time. And then you get dessert as well, which is, yeah, I think last time I was there, I had a sticky toffee pudding. But yeah, it's just delicious, delicious chef's kiss. And then also, if you're there on a Sunday, you're super close to the Columbia Road Flower Market, which, you know, wandering down that after filling yourself up with carbs and meat and wine and beer is, I think, a great little Sunday. And then my third suggestion, we're going right into a whole nother kind of vibe on the food front, is the Tamil Prince, which is in that kind of no man's land dead zone between Islington and King's Cross. So the Tamil Prince is, for all intents and purposes, a pub, but they serve incredible Indian food. And they do that on a Sunday as well. So it's literally in a kind of converted pub space. You can go there and just order a pint if you want to, but I think you'd be remiss not to order the food, which if you really, really don't want to roast Tom, this is probably where I'd go because you're getting those pub energy, you you know, kind of freshly poured pints, but really it's just gorgeous Indian food. So you could start off with okra fries, which one of my boyfriend's favorite things in the world. Um, And then, you know, just dinner could be lamb chops, a really delicious chicken curry and just mopping all of that up with a buttery kind of like pulling apart sort of soft 
roti, which I mean, I honestly couldn't think of anything that I would want more on a Sunday than that exact meal. There's this TikTok video that went viral of this like really earnest, lovely American guy like trying Indian food for the first time and he orders like a butter chicken and a garlic naan and I think he gets like an onion bhaji or something and he's like (laughs) he's like um hello like I'm trying Indian food for the first time this is the onion bhaji and then he goes and this is the butter chicken and he like takes a spoonful and you kind of (laughs) You see, like, his life flash before his eyes. <laughs> so he's like, this is so delicious. And then he's like, okay, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and, like, dip this naan bread into this curry. And he dips the naan bread into the curry, which, like, obviously that's what it's meant for. Scoops up, like, this, like, like fluorescent orange butter chicken sauce and eats it. I don't think I've ever seen like such abject joy cross over someone's face. So when I'm talking about like scoop up the the curry with the the buttery roti and the Tamil prince, I'm just thinking in my head of that really earnest American guy who's probably never left the country. All right, Tom, I hope you have a delicious Sunday filled with lovely food and absolutely no watery gravy or overcooked vegetables. And if you, our lovely listeners at home, have any dilemmas that you would like to be answered or any scenarios you would like some restaurant recommendations for, then please do email us at shows at tinypodcasts.co.uk and we'll see you next week for more delicious dilemmas. I'm Molly Kodaya, and this is Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. To get the beautiful print edition of Foodism straight to your door for free every other month, head to foodism.co.uk slash subscribe.